episode of make him known and Ooh. another episode of stories with friends which we're very excited we have about. more friends we have more friends forced friends we're making them as we go along yeah we meet people on the street and we go will you be our friend everybody that you meet this is oh reminding. arthur when nice. i'm walking that down was a that's throwback. It, yeah wow you reminded me of that that's good um so this is episode 16 yeah blows my mind yeah and um we will introduce our friend in a little bit um but before we do that i have a fun not even fun's not the right word i have a cool god story Mm -hmm. that becky was like you should share it on the podcast because i saw god and therefore i want to make him known yeah so um this past week, I drove out to Ottawa to visit um, my friend and uh, her family, and I was driving back, and I got, so it's about a like, four-hour drive, right? And then an hour in, I needed to get gas, stopped and got gas at an en route, and um, then I turned my car back on, and my battery light came on, and I was like, that's really weird that it just happened to turn on after my car had just been off like it right. just seemed like really weird timing yeah. so i figured that it was just like a malfunction because sometimes that happens the wires just or the laser that shows that something's wrong disconnects don't talk to me about car stuff i don't know i um, think those are actually the yeah, right those terms, are technical though, terms. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so i called my dad and he was like oh it's probably fine like your battery might just not be charging properly like it's probably yeah. fine and i trust whatever my dad says <laughs> and so kept driving kept driving And then I'm like 20 minutes outside of Newmarket and I hit traffic and I always just sit, like I just work through traffic. I just like make my way because it's like only 20 minutes outside of Newmarket. But I was in the um, rightmost lane anyway, and I saw a sign that said like 16th Ave was only one kilometer away. So I was like, I'm 20 minutes outside of Newmarket. I know that I can just take the back roads from here, right? Because right. normally I also don't go off route because if it's somewhere I'm unfamiliar with, I don't know how to take the back roads. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'll just get off on 16th and then I'll just take like Leslie all the way. And so got off turned onto 16th and then I hit more traffic and I was just like, Oh my goodness. It was just like so slow. So it took another right to get to, um, just like a back way to get to Leslie. And I'm like in this like area where there's all these like big, like corporate type buildings and yeah. just like huge parking lots where there isn't anybody. And my car, just like my steering wheel won't turn. And I'm like, Oh, my car's dying because all the lights shut off. Like my radio shut off, like every, and I'm like, what's going on. And so I'm like trying to turn my steering wheel as best I can. And I like scoot off of the street into a Staples parking lot. And at that point couldn't even turn the wheel to park straight. So I'm just like crooked in the middle of this parking lot. Yeah. And so I call my dad, everything worked out fine. Like he came and he picked me up. He brought his car battery and we swapped it out and i brought my car back and i have it back now it just needed a new alternator Mm -hmm. um but like that was a legit miracle because if that had have happened in the middle of a traffic jam on the highway like i would have been in so much trouble like it would have been so hard for first of all my dad to get me to me or caa yeah and i would have been that person that everyone was honking at and like trying to like figure out what's going on and everything and then the fact that I also wasn't in a middle lane. I was in a Staples parking. Like it was literally 
so perfect. Yeah. Um, and I remember asking my small group to pray for me on Sunday night for safety on the road to and from Ottawa. And it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, I'll just ask for prayer for it. But like, it's going to be fine because I've never experienced a lot of like car, car trouble yeah. or accidents or anything like that. But we prayed for protection and like God literally like, it's yeah. not like I heard him say, like, oh, he you should get up. off right now. <laughs> yeah, he showed up. Exactly. It's not like he was like, you should probably go. Or I didn't have that still small voice. It was like, you should probably get off here. But he just directed it. Like, the most amazing timing. Like, perfect timing. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, cool. that's my cool thing. My cool yeah. way that I saw God this week. Yeah. That I wanted to share. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I um I just want to say thank you to all of you who played our little game yes. <laughs> and joined our Instagram Fun Fact Friday last. I want to say I was just going to say last Friday, but when yeah. this came out, it was like when two Fridays ago. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, two Fridays ago or whatever, we did a Fun Fact Friday on our Instagram, and thank you to all those who participated. And awesome. I'm sorry that I had to creep your Instagrams or Facebook <laughs> to find pictures to post with things. I was really bad at like. No, it was good. I love them. Anyways, so. Um, yeah, thank you to everyone who played and we'll definitely do it again sometime. So mm -hmm. if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram so that you can play fun fact Friday. Yep. Um, and I also had a man from our church. He came up to me at practice on Wednesday and he was like, so I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, I heard you play or I heard you, I heard you have a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, Yes, 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 I do. And then I was like, oh, how did you hear? And he's like, oh, Boyd told me that's my grandpa-in-law. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so Walter and Boyd, if you guys are listening to this, welcome to the <laughs> podcast. I appreciate both you guys. So yeah, yeah we're just that's excited awesome. to have this little family, this little yeah. community. It's super cool. It is. And it's fun when new people find out about it. Too. Yeah. 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 Encouraging. It. It's growing. Okay, it is time for our fun facts, and it's now time for me to introduce to you our friend, Woo! which is, drum roll, if you're listening, do a drum roll. Yeah, nice, there you go. Um, <laughs> so today, as you can see on our graphic, is Raya Bowman. Hello. Wait, your last name is Bowman, and your last yeah. name is Bowman? Oh. It's a pure coincidence. <laughs> Crazy. No, it's not. We're sisters. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. And... Um, it was funny. I was telling Rye that just like when Jocelyn was on and Becky was saying that she was so happy to have Jocelyn on a friends like story with friends. Yeah. Same for Rye and I, because we weren't friends when we were little. No. So, at all. <laughs> so I'm very blessed and thankful that she's on and that we are friends and mm. that I can call her my friend. And we're excited to hear from her today. But before we do, we need to know some fun facts about you. So hit us with some fun facts. Alrighty. So number one is that I love everything medical. It's true. Um, yeah. In my free time, I go on YouTube and watch medical like lectures <laughs> and stuff like that. And my favorite TV show is called Twenty Four Hours in A and E. Andy's Accidents and Emergency, and it's a docu series in Britain in a hospital, and they show like all the gore. And yeah, you should check it out if you can handle seeing gore. Prime, it's on Amazon Prime. Prime. Yep. Yep. It's, it's real or it's like just a TV show? No, no it's, it's real. Like it's they, a real they just thing. put okay. cameras up in the hospital oh. yeah. and show it's wild. like in the emergency room. So you I see feel like, like I'd actually everything. really like that. Yeah. Oh, She's so always like trying to make my mom and my dad and I watch medical <laughs> things with her. My dad gets queasy though. <laughs> Does he actually? 
He doesn't like it. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. If you ever need someone to watch shows like that, just just call me. I'll, okay. I'll she also has a um a medical coloring book that we got her for Christmas. I do. Yeah, like it's actually like like it's not like a little kids co- like no. it's a very like it's supposed to be used for like medical students to yeah. study oh, and what cool. and sometimes she'll like fill in things that aren't actually on it and she'll be like look anna i did all the muscles or something i googled <laughs> a ct and i was like because they have like a ct scan to like color in i was like "Ooh, what's that that's awesome <laughs> i don't know what any of that means <laughs> okay awesome good first fun fact hit us with another one um, my second fun fact is that I'm addicted to chocolate. Um, like actually it's like an issue. Yeah. And like not like chocolate, like milk no, chocolate. No. Like that's like wimpy chocolate. No offense. <laughs> like I'm talking about like eighty percent cocoa, like bitter. I really want to try the ninety percent. Um, but yeah, like I like I start to freak out if I get down to like my last four little squares. I always have a bar in the house. Actually, I don't have a bar in the house right now, though. So oh dear, probably get one on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's actually, like, I've never seen someone more obsessed with chocolate in like my how entire m- life. Do you have, like, do you eat, like, two a day? Or, like, how many, not two bars, but, like, two squares. Like, how many squares would you say you you consume in a day? I have to use self-control and limit myself to two squares. But I've eaten, like, two full rows of 80% dark chocolate and like i put cocoa in my smoothies and i have a smoothie every day and i don't mean like a tablespoon of cocoa i'm this is probably people are judging me (laughs) (laughs) i've been told like you should probably get your magnesium (laughs) levels checked out because it's not normal to crave it like that much but anyways i mean it's a good excuse to eat chocolate i said she's literally (laughs) feeding into the typical like the stereotype of every girl ever because she's just obsessed with chocolate i'm like oh my goodness but it's legit yeah okay number three number three is that I have a geographical and fissured tongue. So that means that I have like, it's like white lines and like a bunch of cracks all throughout my tongue. Yeah, it looks like a map. Yeah, it does. Do you remember when we were kids when we would drive to New Brunswick in the summertime? We would pretend like our mouths were vending machines and I'd like, I'd like poke Raya's shoulder and be like, one map, please. And And then then she would stick stick her tongue tongue out out and I would poke her for a hot dog because she can like roll her tongue and I can't. No, you can do, or I think we called it a croissant because it looks more like a croissant or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a weird (laughs) way knowing to our childhood. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) So dumb. I love it. Oh, we forgot to introduce, like, uh, we were oh, gonna, yeah. your pre-fun fact was going to be y- your name. Yeah, so my actual name is Mariah. Yeah. So I go by Raya, just R-I-A-H, but my actual name is Mariah, M-O. Mm-hmm. Not Mariah Carey. No, it's pronounced the same way, but it's spelled with an O. It's like the, the mountain. Yeah, the biblical the spelling. Yeah. But I wasn't actually named because it was a biblical name. No. No. Mom yeah. Dash just knew someone. But <laughs> then it was really cool because I think, like, I don't remember when I learned this, but I also wasn't named after the biblical character, Anna, and Raya wasn't character. named. Yeah. She's a okay, character. Yeah. Like, a not person, a fictional yeah. character. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I mean. The person. Yeah. But then it turns out that, like, the prophetess Anna was, like, in the temple on Mount Moriah. Ooh. Yeah. Being and, connected and that wasn't the planned. very beginning. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. But I, you'll probably hear me, like, call Raya Rye. Like, I, am I the only one who calls you Rye? 
I think so. Yeah. I don't even know when that started. No. We just, I just, I'm just really lazy with names and I try to get it to as short <laughs> as possible. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very good. Okay, Becky, hit us with another fun fact. Um, my fun fact for today is that um, I enjoy true crime podcasts. And my favorite one, I say my favorite one, I actually really only enjoy one true crime <laughs> podcast. So don't hate me, but the only one I really listen to, but I've listened to, I think, all the episodes now, um, is it's called Canadian True Crime. And the person who um, hosts it, or the, the one yeah. who talks, she has... She lives in Toronto and she has for like a long time, but she's from Australia. And so mm. I can listen to her forever. Because she and has an Australian accent. Yeah. And it's just absolutely beautiful. So, um, yeah, I just really enjoy them. I got to throw it back to Rye for another side <laughs> fun fact because that just relates back to her again. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm just, I could just do an entire podcast being like, Rye, tell them about this. Tell them about this. Tell yeah. them about this. But, Rye. You want me to do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hello, I do a really good Australian accent, she or does. at least I've been told. Yeah, so, I don't know. I just, like, sit in my room and just practice it. It makes me sound really weird because I just talk to myself, like, all the time. But, yeah, it first started when I just started watching, uh, I think they were, like, Australian YouTubers. And then I just it's started so talking good. in an Australian <laughs> accent. It's really good. That's awesome. Oh my that was That was worth, like, fun fact number five. Yes, like, it it's was. worth we're it. Yeah. Fun fact number five. Sorry to all our other friends who we only limited to three fun facts. If you, um, if all of our other friends were able to do accents, we would have we would have did. Yeah, you know? true, true, true. Yeah. Oh man, that was great. I, I'm literally anytime Australia comes up and we're talking to people, I'm like, right, do it, do the accent, do it, do it. Go. She's always like, I don't know what to say. That was perfect. Oh, that, was, that was that was awesome. so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay, Anna, what's your fun fact? Okay, my fun fact is that I am obsessed with toothpicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a problem. Um, kind of like Raya with chocolate. And how I do you spell addicted? <laughs> 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 Guys, Maggie's just calling me out for my another I've fun fact. I'm I terrible at grammar am. and spelling. Yeah. I spell addicted <laughs> E-D-I. And she was like, uh. But I corrected myself right away. I knew that it was wrong. You did, but I just can't believe you I even know. started that Stop. way. Anyway, you're back addicted. to my yeah. toothpicks. Um, yeah, we're coming up on the holiday season, which means that I'll probably be getting some for Christmas. <laughs> my family gets me them for my birthday Stocking and for Christmas. Stuffers. Yeah. <laughs> and we have like a little jar like on every level of the house. Like I have one beside my bed. I have one in the TV room. I have one in the kitchen. I have some in my purse right now beside me. Actually, you want to know a fun fact of how bad her toothpick addiction is? You drop, you drop them on the oh floor all yeah. the time. And one actually punctured my foot and like got stuck in my foot. My dad had what? to pull it out. Yeah, that's how oh bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and now she's like, put your toothpicks in the garbage. <laughs> there was actually, you were over here the other day and, and you put one on the plate. Yeah. And then I washed the dishes, mm -hmm. whatever, but I didn't, I did, forgot that it was on the plate yeah. and it almost got stuck in our drain. Oh, so I had yeah. to pull it out. So and I was it's like, just causing lots weird. of problems. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's really bad. It's And it's because. I hate things in my teeth. Like yeah. I just, I can't do it. And if I don't have a toothpick on me, I'll pick at it with my tongue to the point that I get a headache mm -hmm. because I'm like trying so hard because your tongue is not effective at all. It's for not that. a toothpick. Exactly. It's not. I think God should have made our tongues pointy at the end. 
<laughs> so that we could have just picked our own teeth. Goodness. Anyway, we are yeah. going to continue on with this podcast yeah, so before we go far too deep into yep. random things about our lives. Uh, Tune in next week where we're going to have an intervention for the yeah. Romans <laughs> on chocolate and toothpicks. Yep, Anyways, we'll need your oh prayer for that. Anyways, I am going to pray. And then Raya is going to share about ways that she has seen God and how she wants to make him known. Because mm-hmm. we want to um, allow people to share their stories and their testimonies of ways that God has been made known in their life. And we are very excited. So I'm going to pray and we're going to get started. So, Lord, we are grateful to be here um, today. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege it is to um, just be able to have this platform to share stories and to share um, ways that, that we've seen you. And I thank you for Raya, and I thank you for the journey that she's walked with you. And I thank you for her willingness um, to share her story. And um, Lord, we pray that uh, what, what she shares is encouraging for others and, and that we would just be able to um, understand you and know you better and deeper and love you more through through this story, through this podcast. So we thank you, Lord for this time and we just pray that you'd be able to be made known in this in this time that we spend together and we just pray all these things in jesus name amen amen okay start us off rack all righty so i'll give a little bit of um uh i guess like one word to describe myself Mm. which would be indecisive (laughs) (laughs) like really bad i wrote on my notes i put myself equals fleeting unsteady and turbulent um and yeah that's been my life since like the beginning and then um and then I wrote God equals steadfast unchanging and secure Mm. um yeah so that's kind of I guess the overarching theme Mm -hmm. of yeah I guess yeah what's been going on in my life in like the past like few years Mm -hmm. um yeah so just a little bit of background of my indecisive and always changing <laughs> moods and everything um Anna can attest to this she makes fun of me all the time because as a kid I couldn't choose a favorite color like I would change it like all the time actually I used to paint my nails a different color every single day I would actually sometimes multiple times a day yeah yeah um yeah so it was yeah it was a bit of an issue um <laughs> and <laughs> yeah and I'm very decisive yeah so we're polar opposite in mm-hmm. that sense so that's why I would tease her about it yeah yeah and so like my that was like even when I was little but like even just like growing up and everything like that like just always changing thoughts and moods and um yeah it just created a lot of like I guess like control issues as well mm-hmm. like to some degree because everything mm-hmm. felt out of control and I mm-hmm. guess I would like describe my thinking process as 50% logical um because I just see things in like black and white to some degree and that's why I like science and math and like health and medical and everything like that because two plus two is four you can't argue that mm-hmm. but then the other 50% is like the like philosophical side and I start questioning like okay two plus two is four but like what are numbers and like what who gave them value and why (laughs) and like like what is like what is the meaning of everything and everything like that like it just and those are like I'm like equally both of those thought processes so like it's always battling each other Mm -hmm. and so every time I have like a question answered I have well, like three more questions. Right. So I'm never yeah. getting anything mm-hmm. answered. So my brain like 
doesn't get a break. Right. Um, which is like exhausting. And so in high school, um, it got like really out of control, like with like a lot of like mental health issues and stuff. I was like diagnosed as like bipolar. And then they said like, you have a little bit of like, you know, ADHD and then a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And like that, even like I was looking for like a label to like, Mm. because I was so indecisive and everything fell out of control. I was like, just give me a label. I don't care what it is. But then it's like my, like doctors couldn't even like pick something like they were indecisive too but I'm like you're not helping me here (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah so it just felt like really out of control and um and look yep here the ADHD is kicking in I'm (laughs) totally (laughs) blank it's all good um explain when you were a kid um the painting your room Oh, yeah. I painted my room, like, three different times. And I was saying before, like, like two of those times were painted within, like, one week of each other. (laughs) Because we picked a color, and then I decided, you know, it wasn't right. So we had to get another color. Um, Meanwhile, I painted my room one time in the 18 years that we were at our our old house. And then we moved to Newmarket, and I was like... Let's paint it the same color as it was in Beansville. Yeah. And then Raya's room in Newmarket, you painted, we'll painted it. painted twice, yeah, because yeah. I couldn't decide. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah so I just felt like just super, like, yeah, I just couldn't decide on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a mentor that was kind of, like, trying to, like, help me with all of that and this was in high school and this yeah this was in high school so we were living here in newmarket yeah you went through high school here yeah Mm -hmm. and um because sorry let's pause for a quick second how many years are between you guys four yeah four okay so anna is four years older older than (laughs) ryan (laughs) everyone thinks that i'm younger yeah Because I act like I'm younger. Yeah, because you're five. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So just to clarify then, when you guys moved to Newmarket, you had just graduated. Raya, sorry, you had just graduated grade eight. Mm -hmm. And Anna, you had just graduated high school. Yeah. So it's kind of just puts it into two different perspectives because you were then, Anna, going to college or you were doing whatever. You weren't really here. But Raya, you were then just starting a whole new season here of like going to high school and what that looked like. Yeah. So there was a a bunch of change in that. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. and yeah, and then I guess yeah, like because we moved, like every, like my surroundings mm-hmm. became out of control, and right. meanwhile, like I'm a teenager, and like emotions you know, are out of control, yeah. all the things. And yeah. I'm sorry, but girls in high school, like it can be vicious. So like mm-hmm. it's it's a really like hard environment, and I was used to small town too, and I went right. to this high school with like that like a thousand something people in it. Um. And that's, yeah, I literally went through, like, an identity crisis at, like, age 14. Um, And, yeah, so I had, like, doctors and all of that stuff going on. And then I had a mentor that was kind of trying to, like, help me out and gain some control and, like, guidance and stuff like that. But it – and it was helpful, but at the same time, I didn't care about my own life, and so my mentor – basically cared about my life for me so I didn't feel like I had to care about it so Mm -hmm. I kind of was like very reckless and stuff like that and then eventually they were just like okay you know what like this isn't actually working like I'm not helping like this what I'm doing isn't actually helping you so you're on your own you need to make a decision for yourself Hmm. and at that point I was like oh like 
I don't know how to actually care about my own life. And like, also Mm -hmm. I didn't trust myself. Like, you know, like people always say that you're, you're your own worst enemy, but that was like literally like so true for me because I like my brain scared myself because I would be like on top of the world at one moment. And then the next moment I'd be like, not wanting to like do any like life sucked and everything mm-hmm. like that so I think but I didn't but I cared enough about my life that I wanted to like still do something about it but I didn't know what to do so anyways and your your mentor it's not like they gave up on you right no. it was like they realized they could not help you yeah they and almost like anymore. they were a hindrance yeah because for you um, I'm trying to think of like an example, like almost like a parent has to eventually be like, okay, you have to grow up and become an adult. If your parent just like constantly made all your meals and did all your laundry and did all your stuff, you wouldn't thrive on your own. And but you, you wouldn't have, grow. Exactly. But mm. th- it's like they realized they were hindering you from taking your own life seriously yeah. and like figuring, because there's certain things that we have to do on our own. Mm-hmm. No matter how many people you have in your life that love you, they can't do it for you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so I got to, like, a bit of a breaking point, like, that day when they were, like, you need to figure this this out for yourself. I was scared because I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. And so at that point, I was like, okay, God, you have to care for me because I don't or I don't know what to do in the future when I don't care. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to be the one to care and to stop me from doing something stupid um and that's there's a song by need to breathe called survival and that's what made me kind of think about that's what made me what are the words i'm looking for decide what to like talk about this podcast it's like a new song um i don't know when it came out but i just heard it like a few weeks ago and part of the lyrics are jesus come quickly i need you for my survival and that sparked like a memory in my mind that's like that's basically literally what i prayed that day when my mentor was like you're on your own because i needed jesus jesus for my survival Mm because i was like i don't know what to do yeah i don't know how to survive and you were you were on your own in the sense that there wasn't another human being who could help you exactly but you weren't on your own you recognized that you needed christ yeah and so um yeah and at that point too my thoughts were still kind of like out of control and like there was um a scripture i'm just gonna read it um from hebrews um yeah from hebrews 4 it's verses it's mainly verse like 12 um it says for the word of god is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and of spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart and that's where I was like, I, like, God's the one who discerns my thoughts. Like, because mm-hmm. my thoughts were so mumbled up. I didn't, I couldn't, like, pinpoint any one thought because there were so many. And that scripture really, like, stood out to me. And it's like, God is the one who does that for you. Like, mm-hmm. he discerns all of that. And I read actually something on, um, it's a website bible ref um and they were going into detail about that and it was like talking about 
the I guess in the Greek translation, like the sword and like which mm. one is that there was a sword that like the soldiers would use that was very tough. It wasn't like super, super sharp, but it was tough. Um, and then there's like the sword that they used for like cutting fish and everything. And like, I guess you had to take like the bones out and everything like that. So it's like that one was very, very sharp. And that's the same as like the Bible. Like that's the word that they were like mm. using here that like the Bible's the one that can literally like like pick out like cut mm. the it's gonna sound gross but like the flesh from like yeah. the bones and everything like that 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 really like stood out to me um so that's actually kind of been like my life verse for like the past few years um anyway so after that point i guess um honestly after that day when i was like told you're on your own um i literally think it was in like the la- like the next month basically like my problems kind of resolved themselves and not because of anything I did. It was just kind of like they went away. Like not that they like completely went away, but they were not severe at all. Like I still Mm -hmm. struggled with like, you know, moodiness and stuff like that, but it was like kind of more like normal. Like it was debilitating. Yeah. It it was was manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was still noticing that I was like still like drifting from God. Like I would like Mm. be like really like, focused on him and living for him and then i'd kind of start to drift away and it was just a vicious cycle of like doing that like all the time like i'm there and then i'm not um and i realized that like something's wrong here like some like something i'm doing isn't quite working Mm -hmm. um and so yeah i felt you had talked about how like at that point you think like the surface level stuff yeah went away yeah but it was getting to like the root yeah issue Mm -hmm. which ultimately i realized was like i was i had false beliefs about god Hmm. that i didn't i didn't know that i had because if like if i'm reading my bible i should be be drawn closer to god and i want to seek him but i kept like wanting to and then not wanting to so i was like okay if i'm reading my bible and i feel like i'm being drawn away from god like something isn't right there and that's when i realized that okay i have like a lot of like false beliefs about god because i would like read the bible and then like it would say something like it was talking about like god being a jealous god and that was always one thought that like really really frustrated me because i didn't understand it because jealousy is a sin but i'm like but then it says God is a jealous God. And it just didn't make sense. And mm-hmm. I was kind of almost like getting mad at God. Cause I was like, you're contradicting yourself. And after so much like indecisiveness and not things not being clear, I'm like, you're not really helping me here. Like you, like I need some consistency. Um, but then the Bible said that God was steadfast. So I'm like, okay, it's in my, it's my part that I'm misunderstanding something. Mm. Um, so I guess with the whole jealousy thing, um, God really revealed to me that it was, and it was a Bible note actually that I read that um, like God's jealous because he doesn't want us to go into sin. Like he Mm -hmm. doesn't want us to give into that. Like that's something else taking hold of our life and not him being the focus. And it's not, he's not like, I just want you for myself because I'm God and I'm powerful. It's like, I want you for myself because I don't want you to go into sin. It's what's best for you. Yeah, exactly. God is like the one 
the only being that is allowed to be jealous Mm -hmm. because he's perfect and all knowing and knows what is best for us and what is best for us is Mm -hmm. him. And it's jealous. He's allowed to be jealous, but it's not just he has an exemption from that sin. No, it's that it's It's righteous jealousy. yeah, Yeah. It's not. You can't look at it from our human perspective. Because no. when we hear jealous, we know jealous. We think envy s- and malice yeah. and jealousy. Yeah. Like it's all negative. It's exactly. these negative versions of, of these yeah. words. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like how God can be righteously angry. Right. But mm-hmm. human beings have a really hard time with that. Yeah. And I think it's interesting what you said about how you noticed that there was something wrong with if you were reading God's word, you should be desiring to grow closer to him and like Mm -hmm. desiring it more, but you weren't, which I think is cool that I think that was God because you weren't, you were going into the Bible, almost reading and worshiping a false God because it wasn't the true God. You know what I mean? Like, like Muslims worship Allah and that means God and they can be the same words, but if their attributes are different, then that's not the true God. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's like for you, you were reading about this God and you had these false presuppositions or Mm -hmm. beliefs about him. And so he wasn't appealing to you because that kind of God wouldn't be appealing because that wasn't the true perfect God. Yeah. And it's almost like he allowed those red flags to go off for you Mm -hmm. so that you could be like, okay, this isn't lining up. Like what's going on here? Yeah. And actually, yeah, I always say like, I want, I always pray for like God to show me who he says he is. Mm -hmm. Not, I don't want it from my interpretation. Why would I want it from my, like I'm sinful. I'm going to like, I'm going to mess it up. So it's like, I want the perfect God to Mm. actually tell me, who he says it's like gossip like if i hear something bad about someone from someone else like i'm i know it through their perspective i don't actually know that person i'm not you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and actually there's a song by will reagan um and united pursuit i think it's called let you go um it's a really really unique song and it talks about it says something along the lines of um let you go the god that i've created Mm. in my mind and i've never heard a song about letting go of the god that we've created Mm. in our mind because it's a completely different god than who god says he and honestly i don't think we'll ever really understand the true god until we get to heaven we're always gonna have we're always gonna be understanding god through our human mind because we can only comprehend so much yeah Mm -hmm. but anyways at that point um at that point, actually, that was only like two years ago. It was like at the beginning of COVID. Um, and I had all this time on my hands because I was staying mm. at home. And um, I, at that point, I was, I, it had been like a month or so since I had like actually read my Bible and like actually read my Bible and not been like frustrated after reading it. Yeah. Um, and I started praying for God to prove me wrong in my false beliefs because I was like, I'm going to like kick myself if by the end of COVID I've had all this time at home and I'm not closer to God. Hmm. Um, Cause also COVID was such a big thing. And I was like, okay, God needs to use this in hmm. some way and he's going to, so I need to let him um, and to let him, I need to get rid of my false beliefs. Hmm. So I started praying for God to prove me wrong because I didn't, first of all, I didn't trust myself because I'm human and my thoughts like even though like the debilitating like 
thoughts and like mine, like all of that was like gone. I still struggle with indecisiveness and unsteadiness and like very fleeting and stuff like that. So I didn't trust myself, but also other humans are sinful too. Honestly, like it's all the same. Yeah. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can go to a pastor I trust and obviously they've had schooling and stuff like that, but like ultimate, it's different than going to God. Like God is God. He's perfect. So I'm like, if anyone's going to prove me wrong, it's gotta be you. So like you got to do something here because I don't even, I didn't even know how to, I didn't even know what the false beliefs were. Honestly, I just knew that I had some because it was drawing me away from God. So after like that point, there were a couple of scriptures um, that really stood out to me. Um, actually, not a scripture, one of them, but um, the song Come Thou Fount says, um, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. And that really stood out to me because I was always wandering away, but he still loved me anyways. Mm -hmm. So I think because of my indecisiveness and my unsteadiness, I felt like a lot of guilt and shame about that because I wanted to be steadfast because God is steadfast. And I feel like he deserves like for us to be steadfast to him and faithful Mm -hmm. to him if he is Mm -hmm. to us because you don't want to be that friend that your friend is always going to you and being like come hang out with me and you're like no like you know what I mean um so anyways um and I think yeah because of that there was in Psalms 106 and 107 but specifically 106 verse um 43 to 45 I'm just gonna turn there real quick um I have too many papers and notes in my Bible. They're, like, all flying out that aren't, like, stuck to it. While you're turning there, I just thought of um, 2 Timothy 2.13, which was a verse that God showed to me Mm -hmm. um, this year. And it says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Mm. So just that beauty that, obviously, we should try and respond to his faithfulness with faithfulness, Mm -hmm. but that he meets us in our unfaithfulness and he isn't dependent on our faithfulness. Mm -hmm. He doesn't go, okay, here's the deal. I'll be faithful if you're faithful. He's like, no, you can wander, you can drift, Mm -hmm. you can do all of that. And I will be right exactly where I was Mm -hmm. with you when you left. Yeah. Because his love is unconditional. That means there are no conditions. Yeah. Like even if you wander, he still loves you. Yeah. Um, Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Psalm 106, what was it again? 43 to 45. Um, says, many times he delivered them, but they were rebellious in their purposes and were brought low through their iniquity. Nevertheless, he looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. And 106 and 107 just do a whole summary of the Israelites did this and disobeyed God. And then they cried out to him and he heard their cry. And then they rebelled again and he heard them again and had mercy on them. Israelites. And it like a bunch of times. So and like also their like wickedness back then is like like not that like we're ranking sins, but also it's not like, well, I didn't read my Bible for two weeks. It was like you know, child sacrifices, (laughs) like, you know, like, it's, like, really intense, like, so I was, and it was a whole group of people, like, um, but he, 
Just the fact that it says that for their sake, he remembered his covenant, his covenant and a covenant between two people. Like that's like a promise of both. Like it's two sided. Mm -hmm. He always holds up his Mm -hmm. end of the deal. Deal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I think reading that, that was like the first thing that God proved me wrong in my false belief that it's like, it doesn't matter how unsteadfast I don't e- I don't know if that's a word um you are to me or how many times you wander away you just keep coming back to me and you'll find me and there's another verse I think it's from Deuteronomy yeah, um, Deuteronomy 429 yeah yeah and I think that made a huge difference because also it's almost like when you set really high expectations for yourself, you're guaranteed to fail and you're going to feel like crap about yourself. But like the expectations are set pretty low. Like God set some pretty low for <laughs> us. Like, and like, I don't that's know, called grace. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, okay, like I don't need to have it all together before I approach God. Mm. I need to go to God. And that's when I started wanting to go to God, mm. even when, I hadn't read my Bible for two weeks or I did something that I shouldn't have. It's he still wants us to come back anyways. And then that feeling of shame is gone. Mm -hmm. And it's the shame that keeps you from coming to him. Yeah. And I think the devil always Mm. uses that. Yeah. And I think in that, with that attitude, it becomes more about God and less about us. Mm. And I remember back to our yes. full podcast, we were talking about pride a little bit yeah. and how it's more of our pride that keeps us from going to God or stops mm-hmm. us from reading the Bible. Because if we're like, oh, I missed a couple days or a couple weeks or whatever, and we don't get back to it, we we are like, oh, well, I can't go back now because I'm going to look like an idiot because I missed all this time. Yeah. And it's the pride that's offended. But with that attitude of like, no, he just wants us to keep coming back to him because he's still steadfast because he's faithful because he's a good god who gives us grace that's a beautiful attitude to have because that's what like that's where like that's where that's where we need to be i don't know what i'm trying to come out of this saying but that's where we need to be because that's because then it's more about him Mm -hmm. it's all about him which is what it needs to be like he must increase we must decrease yeah Yeah. even in our attitudes coming to him yeah yeah i love that yeah, so I think that's, and, like, God's proved me wrong in, like, so many other areas, and, like, there's still a lot of areas to, like, work on. Like, I still mm-hmm. deal with the same issues, and, like, yeah, and I still am, like, okay, I really don't, like, especially being in the Old Testament, I'm, like, okay, I don't really like the sound of, like, that <laughs> God, but it's, like, okay, every time I start to question and be, like, I don't like that characteristic of God. It's like, no, pray. God proved me wrong. Like, I'm Mm. misunderstanding something. And I don't want to. Like, because I want to know the God, like, the true God. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, anyway, like I mentioned before, the song Survival by Need to Breathe. um, Some other lyrics that it says in the same song. um, It says, I know that I'm found. I can't keep from hiding. Don't have a choice, but I get stuck deciding. And I love those lyrics so much because it's so true that you don't have a choice. We have to rely on God Mm -hmm. no matter what. You can try it on your own. It's not going to work. But you still get, you still 
act as if there's a decision to make. <laughs> and I mean, there there is. We still have free yeah. will. And we have to be obedient to choose him. Yeah. 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 But it kind of... We, no we know what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that there are consequences if we don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. But you just still do it anyways. And yeah. you, you make such a big deal. I make such a big deal about... I'll sit there for half an hour. Oh, should I do this? Should I not? Should I do... Like, I... I know the answer, but I still get so stuck mm-hmm. deciding yeah. to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love how much this all ties into the whole empty and full podcast and even our faithfulness podcast, like our very second episode, our first ever metaphorically speaking. Like, I just love how the steadfastness of the Lord, the unchangeability or the faithfulness, how it doesn't change Mm -hmm. like it's just that right like he is not going to change he's not going to stop loving us he's not going to stop choosing us he's not going to stop pursuing us and i think there's so much joy in that and coming to recognize that you can come to recognize that 80 billion times in your life and every time i just say hallelujah thank Mm -hmm. you lord like because he is always for us and he always wants to be the one that fills us and there really is only one right choice to make. Yeah. But how many times do we get caught up making the wrong decision yeah. and filling ourselves or poking holes in our little cups? Like mm-hmm. we always like we get so caught up doing that. But we know we know the truth. Yeah. And when we know the truth, the truth will set you free. And and having that freedom in Christ is just so beautiful. Like and it's such a, a good reality. Yeah. And like in steadfastness as well, like I wrote God equals steadfast, unchanging and secure. And I love the word secure because in someone who doesn't change you never have to question them mm-hmm. like there's so much peace and yeah and just security yeah in that because you know they're always going to be there and the thing about god this I, I love in the psalms they always it always talks about like him being steadfast and being abundant like it's mm-hmm. like it's not just flowing water it's like overflowing like yeah god always is bigger and better and goes above and beyond and there's so much joy like you said and so much peace Mm -hmm. as well and like no need for anxiety and you talked earlier before too um before we started this about um buoys um and the analogy of that which just reminded me of that in the security right yeah Mm -hmm. because you said um that a buoy is it's anchored down yeah it's not gonna move but it still has like the anchor that's holding it, it still allows for some movement and, and stuff. So you're not always going to be like right on point. Like you're going to make decisions and drift away, but there's security. <coughs> Sorry. And that you're anchored down and that security. Like I love in Hebrews, it talks about like that there's security in like our high priest in Jesus. Mm. Like we are sealed. Mm-hmm. There's no questioning you know, once you've chosen to be a follower of God, there's no need to question that. And I've had so many doubts about that as well that like, you know, a bad month or something like that. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not living like a Christian. Like I should be, but like I'm not, but there's security in that. And Deuteronomy talks about that as well. Like you remember the God and what he did for you. And Mm -hmm. you know that, and that's why I've had to tell myself that in those doubts, remember that peace that I've because mm-hmm. feelings are fleeting as well mm-hmm. and that's back to me being fleeting and god yeah. being steadfast that there's so much security in that and it, it's a choice to make yeah. 
Yeah. And I just love that all of this is like it's a process and it's a journey. And mm-hmm. this is the sanctification process. Yeah. And mm-hmm. your this is your testimony. Like this is your story of what God is teaching you up until today. Yeah. And, but there is like our story is not done until the day we die. Right. Yeah. Like there is still more to come. Mm-hmm. And all of us are going to face times where unfortunately we don't choose the right path and we go on empty and then we have to like you just said remind ourselves remember what god has done and fill ourselves up with him because he is the only choice yeah Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah it's beautiful thanks ray yeah you're welcome well after seeing him we pray that you go and make him known